Hey, hey, beloved. Welcome back to Own Your Intuition. If you're new here, welcome. I'm Kelly Rich. I'm your host. I'm an intuitive psychic medium, spiritual mentor, and medicine woman based out of Portland, Maine, connecting with and helping people all over the world raise their vibration, get clarity, feel more grounded, and a little bit lighter. Ever since COVID shifted the way we do things and really like the way we operate as a society, as a species, I have been getting questions regarding my in-person sessions and when I will be doing in-person sessions again, like in-person readings, in-person energy work. And I want to be really honest and upfront with you. The last time I was in my office for actual work was back in March as I welcomed in a TV crew from Nashville and they filmed me giving a reading to a stranger. It was really cool and really frightening all at the same time. (laughs) And honestly, the message and the synchronicity of that experience and the timing of it is absolutely not lost on me. I have been hearing the messages loud and clear that my work needs to continue expanding and my work needs to continue reaching and helping more and more people regardless of my geographical location. A few months later after I had this television crew come in and and I had this experience, I started to have circumstances unfold particularly with my office, like the office building where I was renting space. And long story short, it was a clear push from my guides that I really needed to trust the calling I was having. And what I did was I turned in a third, turned the third bedroom into my office at my house. And I feel so blessed to have this space. Like right now I'm in my office. It's where I see global clients. It's where I record the podcast. It's where I work out. It's really my safe haven. And backing up a bit, when I was driving away from my office, like that I was renting outside of my home, after I cleaned it all out, I had a blend of terror mixed with this is exactly what is meant for me, right? Two of these kind of polar opposite forces running through my veins. And I was really heartbroken for a while. And that office will forever, forever, ever hold a space in my heart. And that office will be a place I remember because it's where I began to like fully trust my gifts. You know, I watched hundreds and hundreds of people, you know, transform in front of my eyes in there, whether it was a Reiki and energy medicine training and intuition training, intuitive reading, like whatever, you know, people would drive hours and hours just to come sit for a 30 minute or 60 minute session. And I will always hold that space in my heart. But, you know, as I evolve, And as I grow, my work will grow and evolve too. And I have been growing and I've been evolving since that that time. And I feel 
like I'm in a space where I can really share with you the way that I want to share with you about the office. You know, I felt like if I were to kind of come out and share immediately when it happened, I was like, again, I was heartbroken and I didn't want everyone's opinions to kind of come at me and their advice to come at me. And it's just naturally what happens when we share things like this. So I wanted to give myself some space to grieve. That was important to me. And I did. And now here we are and I'm in a great place with the business and with my home office. And I feel like it's important to to share with you, you know, as my work evolves, right? I know in the depth of my heart and the depths of my being that a part of my offering in this lifetime as Kelly is to educate on intuition and energy medicine. And I have some really fun announcements coming your way soon, but you know, if you if you understand quantum physics, even just a little bit, you know the energy work and intuitive readings are not bound by time or space. The work that I do is not bound by time and space. A clear example of this is, you know, I sit with you for an intuitive reading and say that I see, visualize, have a vision of something that may have happened to one of your deceased family members in a different decade, or your location is Western Canada or England or Australia. And I'm sitting here in Maine downloading and channeling for you and all kinds of different information, right? Those are really examples of why this work is not bound by time or space, because if it was, that wouldn't be able to happen, you know? Being with me in the same room does not change the work. It just doesn't, you know? You may get to hug me or enjoy the atmosphere I created for you, yet the work does not alter. The work doesn't change. The work doesn't change. And a part of my mission, I feel like, is to educate on this fact of like the power of energy medicine, the power of Reiki, the power of our psychic gifts and our and our multidimensional selves is it's not bound by time or space, you know? Maybe one day I'll have an office where I invite clients in person again, but honestly, I really don't see that happening anytime, anywhere on the horizon. I hear the message loud and clear that right now is definitely not the time, and I'm trusting that. It's just what I'm doing and what I do. When I tune into my guides, I hear that collectively we have some bumpy months ahead of us. And again, as I evolve, so do my offerings. We flow like water together. We flow like water together. (sighs) It feels good to share with you. You know, I put so much love and attention and care into crafting that space, my office for you. And... I feel like I kind of found a part of my part of myself in that space, you know? I feel like I remembered who I was on such a deep deep level that words could never express. And the grief was real and why I share this is because that is something that happens when you own your intuition. Change happens, grief happens, loss will happen. If it's not then you're probably not owning your intuition. You know, sometimes change brings discomfort and grief. You can't change and at the same time try to hold on to what you were before. Let me say that again. You cannot change and at the same time try or expect to hold on to what you were before in a way that that's denial. 
you know thank you for being here you know thank you for being a part of this beautiful magical powerful journey that that is my life and that is my evolution as an intuitive and as a teacher and as a creator and for now online is where i happily rest and as a reminder, your reading in this work does not change if you're on the phone, if you're connecting with me through Zoom, or anywhere in the world. This work is not bound by time or space. I am so blessed. I'm so blessed to sit with you. I'm so blessed to channel for you. You know, sitting with your soul is one of the greatest gifts, and I cherish it dearly. You can access gift cards. You can access my calendar to schedule your next session and your next intuitive reading at kellyrichintuitive.com. I look forward to our time together. All right, beloved, this week I want to talk to you about energy medicine, energy work, the power of the language of healer heal thyself and Reiki healings, Reiki sessions, what Reiki is and I first started studying energy medicine and became certified in Reiki back in 2011. And the journey to my understanding of energy work today has been like a long, winding, ever-changing road. Just like keeps going and going and going. And when I first studied Reiki and started to work on people and learn about auras and the chakra system my mind was so blown. Like I, I knew that there was something there for me by the way that I felt. I wanted to know anything and everything. And there was this part of me that would compare myself to my teacher. Right? Do you do that? Maybe do, do you ever do that to anybody? You compare yourself to someone who maybe has been doing something longer than you or has invested more time or energy in you, but you may see them as like being better. Yeah, stop that. You know, when we compare ourselves to others, it just kind of, I see it as like, it's like you're just putting a big stone on your path. Like you're literally creating a block or like a barrier. It's just unnecessary. I think we can look at other people that are doing things that we want to be doing or that inspire us and, and let them inspire us. And they can kind of shine a little bit of light onto our path and, and can kind of show us how it's done in a way. But at some point, we need to kind of step up into our own authenticity and get to know ourselves and our gifts and how we operate. And that is that has been my journey for quite some time now. You know, it's like getting really clear on who I am, how my gifts work, and not worrying if somebody doesn't understand it, especially if they do similar work as me. First of all, Right. I want to talk a little bit more about like what energy medicine is and so on. And first, we are all energy. I don't care if you believe in science or not. We are all energy. Like it's just it's a fact in my mind. You, if you can look past your trained analytical mind for a moment and go to your senses, you may pick up on the fact that you are a literally vibrating, buzzing being. You are a vibrational being. And when I sit with my guides and channel for myself, I hear the language that we are moving from being stuck in our heads and trying to think our way through life to a way of being that is more situated in the light. And what that means is now is the time when people are waking up, people are waking up and they're realizing that they have a light body. You have a light body. You are light. 
You are light. You are light. You are light. You are light. I'm going to say over and over again, you are light. You have a light body. When I sit with someone, I'll often see their light. Some people are more situated in their light than others, yet we all have it. We're all made of light. A lot of people, a lot of intuitives talk about like star seeds, stargazing, the power of meditating on the stars, imagining that you're stars. Some people say, have you ever heard someone say like, you are made of stardust, right? If you are made of stardust, then you are made of light, you know? For me, in a sense, I see vibration as light. And right now, as I channel this, I am seeing the epitome of vibration as light. And part of my mission here, part of my mission on the earth plane is to help you to ignite your light body. It's to help you to go to a higher level of being. The earth has something called an electromagnetic field. You can think of it as like a huge magnet, but also kind of like this protective force field around the earth that, you know, when there are solar flares and kind of things coming from other planets, this electromagnetic field protects us in a way. And this field, from my understanding, is becoming more and more sensitive and may continue to do so for many years to come. And when it becomes sensitive, like I feel like those of us here that are empathics, HSPs, HSP stands for highly sensitive person or people, we can feel the shifts. We can feel the shifts in the electromagnetic field. And again, you are vibration. You are light. You are energy. We are literally living in a universe of vibration and energy and light. So if something is shifting around you on the earth, in the solar system, you're going to feel it on some level, especially if you're tuned in. And when you're situated in your light body, when you're taking really good care of yourself, these kind of waves that may come vibrationally, it's not that they won't affect you. It's that instead of knocking you to your knees, you may just wobble a little bit. You know? When I talk to you about energy medicine, I'm talking to you from my perspective. You know, what I've learned over the many years working with the concept of energy medicine personally and professionally, I'm not a medical doctor, nor do I claim to be. So again, I am simply sharing my perspective and the things that I have experienced over the years. And energy medicine to me is necessary. You could say that some shamans operate from this perspective of the soul and how anytime there's dis-ease or illness that really there's something going on with the soul and to kind of disregard energy as a whole and the fact that we're vibrational beings is a disservice to ourselves and our own healing process. For me, I am experiencing right now some physical challenges and I'm working with some really beautiful healers and the journey has been interesting. And I'm, you know, addressing my being on a physical level, yet I am definitely not ignoring my emotions, my past, my present, what my soul has to say, what my soul wants to express. Like I'm really doing my best to 
look at all aspects of me. When something occurs on the physical level for you, like you have chronic pain or you're experiencing disease or illness yourself, to look at just the physical body or one particular organ is, in my opinion, a disservice to yourself and a disservice to ourselves because we're not just a physical body. Our physical body is an instrument for our soul to express itself to work out karmic strings, to fulfill soul contracts or not, to come in and learn love. The earth plane is the earth school. We are here to learn. We are here to learn to love. We are here to learn to love. We are here to learn to love more and more, to grow more and more compassionate. And as long as we're here, and this is my opinion again, it's my opinion As long as we're here, there's more to learn. There's more to learn. And I have a lot to learn. (laughs) I am so far from perfect. And there's so much all the time. Sometimes I get overwhelmed. Like sometimes I'm like, oh man, I gotta, I know I gotta do this and I gotta learn this and I gotta go over there and I got this thing to address and I want to work on this. And it, sometimes it can be really overwhelming. And if you ever feel that way, know that you're not alone. And also that overwhelm is also kind of pointing you in a direction. If you could just stop for a moment and just feel what that overwhelm is trying to teach you and show you, you may get a little bit of clarity. You know, for me, with energy medicine, Reiki was a really big part of my path. And when I started studying Reiki, I I really doubted myself at first. It was like, what's happening? Is anything going on? And when I got out of my own way, which really I felt like maybe was a couple weeks, I started to really tune in to what was going on. My hands would get hot. I would feel... Now I understand them as my meridians. I would feel kind of this rush of energy flowing through my meridians. I would sense what was going on in other people's bodies and their minds, what was going on in their spirit. But at the time when I first learned Reiki, I didn't understand myself or trust myself enough to share with the people I was learning with, you know, because those were the people, the other students in the class was... They were who I was learning with, who I was practicing the sessions on. And that was my path. And I know it's many of your paths too, because I'm working with you or I have worked with you. And I've worked with dozens of people in Reiki trainings over the past couple of years. And sometimes people just, they naturally feel things or they see things and sense things. And others are like, I feel nothing or I don't feel anything or sense this. And I'm not showing up the way Sally is or Susie is. And when you do that, you're, when you're really like you're comparing yourself to someone else and how energy flows through you and them, you're doing yourself a disservice. So if you do that, like just take this as an invitation to just drop into your heart a little bit, drop into love for yourself a little bit more and give yourself permission to be you. Give yourself permission to let your gifts unfold and to let your sensitivities unfold as they will. And I have worked with people and heard so many stories from colleagues and other healers and um, 
my little network that I have building and growing and people have experienced miracles from working with energy medicine, working with Reiki healing, shamanic healing, um, energy-based modalities. And when we get out of the way, miracles can happen. And when we try, it's like when we try to make a miracle happen, it's like you're almost putting a little bit more friction into it. It's like you're almost propelling the miracle because miracles don't happen because you want them to. Sometimes, of course, sometimes, of course, they happen when you want them to. But most of the time they happen when you least expect it. And that's what makes a miracle a miracle, right? And when I'm talking about miracles with energy medicine and energy work, it's like somebody could have actually had somebody share with me recently that they had some growths happening on some of their organs and their doctor really needed to watch it and they had all these protocols and and so on. And they came to me for a couple of sessions and I wasn't, I don't, again, I'm not a medical doctor. I don't, I don't cure. I can't use the language of curing or healing or saying I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I'm not even saying that right now because I am just a conduit. I am just kind of this middle person from spirit to whomever comes with me. That is why when you come for a session, especially for an intuitive reading, I share what comes in is I trust is what you need on a soul level at this time. You know, I'm not here to to just tell you what I think. I'm not you don't you don't like come to me and pay me for a session for me to tell you what I think. You don't come for a session for me to get in the way and say, "Yeah, this will happen and this, and I'll promise this." You know, maybe maybe some people come to me for those things, but that's not how I show up, you know? That's not how I operate. I operate from the sense of I'm open, I'm here, use me as a divine instrument of light and of love to be of service. And whatever moves through me, I trust is what needs to move through me. And if what moves through me helps that person's tumors or growths or cysts or whatever they were experiencing of growths on their organs, if they disappear until their next session and they go in and their doctor does this you know, whatever they're doing to sense them and see them. I can't say that that was me. It wasn't me. Maybe it was something moving through me. And that person was also available to do the healing for themselves. They have to be available. They have to be willing. They have to be open. And I feel like healing sometimes, especially with energy medicine and energy work, you know, people will be like, okay, heal me. Okay, fix me. And I always have a little bit of sadness when I hear that for that person, you know, it's like, first of all, there's nothing to fix. You're not broken. You're not broken. There's nothing to fix. You know, maybe you pause right now and just think like, how many times do you say like, I need to fix this part of me. I need to fix this. I need to fix this. Or maybe you have the language that you're broken. Where does that come from? Where does that come from? And is that serving you? You know, is that serving you? Sometimes we have karmic strings and sometimes we have soul contracts and things happen, especially on the physical, on the physical part of us. You know, we're a multi, we're multi-dimensional beings. You are a multi-dimensional being. 
We're moving from one way of living to another right now. We are in such a pivotal time in humanity. When I go down into that, that kind of like a rabbit hole, this vortex, this portal that I sense into like, okay, tell me what's going on. Why am I here? Why are we all here? What's happening? I really get the message that we're in such a pivotal time, a massive, massive time of change. And you likely already know that because you're experiencing it. And I feel like we're going to look back on this time, maybe 10 years, 20 years from now, and just be like, whoa, that was the that was the largest period of growth in my life. And there is so much growth and we have we have things that we all came in here to learn. Some of us needed to learn different things than others. And when we get in the way, we stop the divine flow. And that's how I see Reiki too. When people come to me, like I get messages all the time, people saying, I feel blocked or I'm a healer and I'm doing this, yet I'm not sensing this and I'm not feeling this and I'm not hearing this. And it's like, maybe you're just not meant to right now, or maybe you're not trusting how your gifts actually work and you're comparing yourself to someone else. Of course, there are other things that may come in. You know, that's why I offer one-on-one sessions is to really get clear on you as an individual. So right now I'm just speaking collectively and what I see some of the time. And, you know, how I see Reiki, like the vision that I'm having right now is for me, when I'm working with someone, whether it's in person or distance, I see it as light. Light channeling through me. Light channeling through me and goes to the person that I am working with. And that light goes where it is needed, in the body, in the mind, in the soul, wherever it's needed. And I, again, am just a channel. If you are a Reiki practitioner, maybe you feel or sense or see something different, and that's great too. Again, I'm just sharing my perspective, but when I am... In Reiki trainings, I facilitate Reiki trainings and when I see others practicing their craft and practicing being this conduit, this channel for this energy to move through them, I typically see the same thing. And sometimes what comes with that light is like ascended masters, guardians, guides, angels, past loved ones, and they kind of hang around this light and Sometimes they like circle around me or circle around the client and they have messages or they'll show me things. They'll show me, you know, parts of parts of them that needs attention on any level, not just physical level. And that's typically how a session works for me with energy work. Like it starts with us talking, you know, why are you here? What are you looking for? We do the distance healing work and you get really cozy and lie down And then at the end, I share with you anything that comes in, what I saw, what I felt, what I heard. And to me, every session is different, (laughs) truly. Even if, you know, I have a, a few clients that I've been working with for years now and they come pretty regularly and every session with, with them is different. And because you're different, you know, you're constantly changing Every seven years, I've shared this on another episode, every seven years, every cell in your body is different. So it's like every second of the day, 
you're changing, even if it's on a very minuscule level, you're still changing and shifting. So when you come, it's like, you're, you're different. There are new things happening. You have new experiences and it's my job to get out of the way, to get out of the way and be this channel for this light that wants to come through. And sometimes people will talk about like psychic gifts as being a part of the umbrella of energy medicine, qigong, acupuncture. I very much, I've only maybe practiced qigong once or twice, not enough to really talk about it, to be honest, but like acupuncture, yeah, even though it can be physical, most of the time it is, you go in in person and your acupuncturist puts these like hair there's like thin as your hair, like a strand of hair, super, super thin. Or maybe I'm saying that wrong. Maybe it's like 10 strands of hair, but it usually doesn't hurt unless for me, from my understanding, if I, there's stagnation or there's kind of a buildup of some kind, then it may be a little painful, but it goes away pretty fast. You don't have to be in person though, is what I'm trying to say. And I actually just had a distance acupuncture session a couple weeks ago. I know that sounds odd. I honestly was a little skeptical because I've been going to acupuncture for years and years now, really regularly. And it's always been in person, but with COVID and everything and schedule and yada, yada, I tried at distance. It was one of the most powerful (laughs) sessions I've ever had. I do not say that lightly. I was laying in my bed alone if that tells you anything. And I'm not sure why I didn't think it was going to be the same. If I, I think if I actually took the time to tune in to the energetics of it all, I probably would have done a distance session a lot sooner because distance healing is so powerful. I've been offering distance healing sessions myself for long time for probably a decade now ever since I learned how to kind of conduct a distance healing session and I know how powerful they are this work is not bound by time or space and we're moving again from one way of being to a new way of being in this kind of old way is this very stuck rigid way of being in the right side of the masculine and just like needing proof and needing proof and needing proof and show me this and show me that. And if I don't see it, it's not real. It's like, really? You know, really? People that are are still there, it's like, maybe they're just our teachers. You know, I have people in my family who are very, very, very kind of in this rigid mindset of like, if I can't see it, it's not real. And They are some of my greatest teachers because on one hand, I want to, there are times where I'm like, let me prove myself. Let me prove myself. Let me tell them how powerful this is. And like, what is that really doing? Why do I need to prove myself? You know, no, no, no. Bless, bless, bless. I can be me without them having to understand. They're teaching me about all of this. They're teaching me about how I respond when someone doesn't get it. But we are waking up. We are shifting some of us faster than others. You know, where are you on the spectrum of left and right brain, of feminine and masculine? Where do you lie? Do you let them both come in? Can you blend the two? Can you blend the intellectual mind with your heart, with your knowingness, with your intuition? You know, there are even people who are 
kind of way, 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 way out there. I'm sure you maybe know of at least one person personally, or you've watched a video of somebody that just feels way out there. And to me, I feel like we need a blend. Like we've got to be able to ground the messages and ground and use our minds. You know, I feel like we have a mind for a reason and our egos are beautiful if we let them be, as long as they don't kind of run our lives and take over and play tricks on us. But our intuition, like if we're so rooted in the fluff and some people would say like the woo woo, then the message will kind of get lost to some people. Like some people may not get it because you're so kind of far out there. So it's like, where's the middle ground? And I feel like right now we're learning to find that middle ground and make this work accessible to all in some way, shape or form. So when you think about like right now using your, your beautiful intellect, where do you go when you think about energy work? What comes up for you? What comes up for you around Reiki? And then like, what do you feel? And do you feel differently than what you think about it and vice versa? What comes up? Like maybe you just pause this and take a couple breaths. An energy work session can be you placing your hands intentionally on your body. That can be an energy work session. You know, having really beautiful intention, taking like one simple dried sage leaf, lighting it, wafting it around your aura or your space. That can be an energy work session. It can be so clearing depending on your presence and your patience. You know, of course, sessions with others are, can be beautiful, but you can be your own healer too. There are countless ways every day to call upon the powers of energy medicine and your intention. And Reiki is something that, This is what I talk about in the first level, the level one of Reiki trainings that I'm leading and, and that I have led is we all, we all have this light of Reiki within us. And from my understanding, when we take a training and we receive an attunement, it's like turning on our light. It turns on that light that is already within us. You're not really receiving anything new when you are studying energy work, studying energy medicine, studying Reiki. You are really like discovering who you really are. That's how I see it. And with the attunement in Reiki, you kind of receive this download into your cells and your light, it's like flicking on a light switch. And what's so beautiful about Reiki is... In level one, it's all about healer, heal thyself. Healer, heal thyself. And how beautiful and how perfect because if we're not really willing to discover and get curious about what it means to heal ourselves and what our healing journey looks like and what we need to do for ourselves, then how can we really show up and hold space for others? You know? It's kind of like when people want to just blow open their third eye, but they're not, they're not even trying to get grounded first. Like they're trying to go up to the sixth chakra before they get 
before they like pass through the root, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to go way so far out there. We, we won't be able to kind of vibe with you. <laughs> or you may be really uncomfortable if all of a sudden your intuition blows open and you're not grounded yet. It's pretty common when I work with people. Like they're not, they're trying to like skip over the tools of being grounded and want the sexy intuition. And I say this and I, and I feel like I resonate and I can see it really clearly in others because I was that person. I was that person. I did so much work for so many years on my damn root chakra. Like, I'm not kidding you. I would see a healer and go to someone and they'd be like, I'm just stuck in your root chakra. You've got this to do and this is coming in. And I'd I'd literally probably like roll my eyes. I don't know how many times and be like, are you serious right now? I haven't passed this test yet. I'm not past the damn root chakra. (laughs) Like all kidding aside, I'm not kidding. Like I had a lot of work to do with the root chakra and learning tools to get grounded so that I could travel far out. So that I could come back with what I saw and I sensed and I experienced in other dimensions. And now, you know, at the time of this recording... I feel like I can sit in my chair and travel to different dimensions and still be here on the earth plane. And that's how I channel. I channel and I go to these other kind of places, yet I'm still here talking to you. And I feel like one reason why I'm able to do this is because I worked on getting grounded and everything that came up with that. And the beauty of Reiki in a way is heal or heal thyself first. Heal or heal thyself first. Do your work first. Get to know your light first. Get to know how energy moves through you first. Then share it. Then comes level Reiki too. And you learn distance healing and symbols and so much more, you know? And on December 5th, 2020, coming up really soon, I have a couple spots left for Reiki and intuition level one training. And this is the first time that I'm really blending intuition with Reiki. And I feel like they go hand in hand, you know, that's something that I wish that I got a little bit more of when I was learning energy medicine and Reiki. I wish that intuition language and techniques were really blended. So I have actually been channeling the past few months this information that wanted to be birthed to share with you all. So here is Reiki level one, intuition level one combo training, December 5th, 2020. It's online. You can take it anywhere in the world. And if you already are certified in level one, there's a level two coming up in January, 2021 and level three, master level. This is the first time that I'm doing a group master level training and it's intuition as well be intuition level three and that's in february so there are two spaces left as of now as i'm recording this for the level one training in a couple of weeks and if you're feeling this calling to step into your light to kind of turn on your light to really embody what it means to be your own healer in a more expanded way to learn about what it means to be in the light body, if you want to learn more about the chakra system, 
energy work as a whole for yourself and your loved one, let's do this. You can sign up by going to my website, kellyrichintuitive.com, and you can click trainings at the menu bar and see all three of the trainings. If you register for two or more, you receive a discount. And this is really one of my biggest callings that I have is to facilitate small group intimate trainings right now. And it is such a joy to be able to work with you in this way and to just watch you grow minute by minute as we're in this time together. And you'll have time to answer, get any questions you have answered. You can meet with others that are also learning this. I feel like community connection is so important right now. So if you're feeling the calling, kellyrichintuitive.com. And ah, I feel like this is complete. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being on this journey and being interested in what it means to be this multidimensional being to kind of go down this road of not just trying to heal like individual parts of you but you as a whole like you are whole there is nothing to fix you're not broken you know all right beloved it's been such an honor to spend this time with you thank you for being here if you learned something today if you got something out of the show please consider supporting own your intuition by sharing with your loved ones you can share it on instagram and tag me at kelly rich intuitive i'll catch you next sunday i'm here every sunday for a fresh new episode make sure you're subscribed stay up to date and i'll see you soon maybe in the next reiki training all right bye beloved